Hello and welcome to this week's Therapy For Me. And this really is a first because I have got about 15 minutes to record this. It's 5.15 in the morning uh, and we fly to Spain at 9.25 from Manchester Airport. Uh, last night was a, a bit of a, a whirling dervish of an evening uh, and at, at, at sort of 11 o'clock when we pretty much got to where we needed to be in terms of prep, it, I I just hadn't got I hadn't got the 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 collective whatever to record this, so I have set an early alarm, and here we go. So let's have some twangy guitar and see if we can do this in record time. <laughs> Bizarrely, I didn't think I'd got anything to actually talk about this week, and I'm going to avoid topics where I'm going to go off on a rant for no other reason than I just literally haven't got the time to have the rant um, anyway. So, so let's go with it's, it's kind of it's kind of smaller things, smaller things, simple things, odd things, quirky things. I don't know. I don't know what you'd describe this week's this week's as. Um, the one thing I'm definitely looking forward to and, and you'll you'll tell by the titles I'm looking forward to getting away and there's a little bit of and I shouldn't say this because it's an awful thing to say this is one of those things that you know you shouldn't say but you can't help feeling and that is we had a fantastic holiday in the summer and we got away for you know an extended period and it was great and it was a set of unique circumstances because of Josh having done his GCSEs and all manner of things but um the weather in France was was fairly woeful and I'm with with we're chasing some sundown. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to see if we can sit by a pool, um, you know, and and just have some some of that kind of late autumn, early early winter um, sunshine. Uh, I'm not bothered about coming back with a tan. Um, not bothered about if we can get 18, 19, 20 degrees, which is roughly what it's due to be. And I can just sit with a book by the pool and do the thing that, that I didn't get a chance to do necessarily in the in in the summer while we were in France which is I guess the one thing we expected to do so so that's a, that's kind of a start to where we're at and that's kind of that's kind of what we're looking for but the bit I'm, I'm going to mention the clever bit or yeah well I've got a splinter I've had a splinter in my finger for a little while and it's really really small and whether it's just my age I can't I can if the light's right at a certain point in time for about a second and a half I can see it but I can't see it for long enough. And I went to try and get some magnesium sulfate to draw it out. And you can't get it anywhere. Um, I mean, yes, of course you can. I'd be able to order it and what have you. But when you're trying to get it uh, because your splinters just start hurting the day before you go on holiday, I couldn't get it anywhere at any of the places I went to yesterday. So uh, the alternative was a magnifying glass. And I couldn't get a magnifying glass at the couple of places I went to either. Because uh, I thought, at least if I can see it, I might be able to you know, do that thing with a, a needle and get it out, with a pin and get it out. Um, anyway, it turns out, turns out, and I don't know if I've got it out, because I can't really, even to this extent, I can't really see. But I got a magnifying glass app for the phone. So I was sat last night with my phone in a little phone holder, um, with my finger underneath it in, that, in, in what would have been a magnifying glass in front of me using the phone and i have to say it was remarkably remarkably good it in terms of how much you know it magnified it out to allow me to do it it was actually really impressive so 
never never thought about that. It was actually a neighbour I went to see to say, "Have you got a magnifying glass?" He said, "What about your phone?" And not even thought about it. So big up, big up to um, to to my neighbour, and and big up to whoever decided that using the camera to make a magnifying glass on a phone was a really good idea. Tuesday. There's something about the week before a holiday when everything goes not doesn't go wrong. There's this perverse sense of trying to get everything finished before you go, and it starts from a work thing where you start and say, right, well, I'm going to clear my, I'm going to clear everything before I go away. Not quite sure why, because you don't do it on every normal week, but you want to try and get everything cleared and get everything up to date and have done everything before you go, which is impossible. You're never going to manage it. Uh, and it's the same thing in terms of your house, in terms of, right, I want to get everything ready, I want all this to be done. You you set yourself a load of tasks that you wouldn't use set yourself in a normal week and then beat yourself up when you don't actually get them done or you run out of time. Part of the reason we were still faffing around at, you know, 11 o'clock last night was because you're you're asking yourself to do things that in reality are unreasonable and the work one is is by far the worst of it. I want to get this done before we go away. Why? Why? What's going to actually happen while you're not you're not here? You have colleagues, you have people around you. What what's what's going to come unstuck in that time that wouldn't normally come unstuck? And I guess it's that thing of a load of small things. Um, you don't want other people to think you're not all over. So if they come up in a normal week, you deal with them there and then. You're a bit behind, but it doesn't matter because you deal with them there and then. They're in your list of things to do, and a circumstance brings them to the top, and you just deal with it. But while you're away, you don't want people to think you're not all over it. You're not on top of your game. And yet it's ridiculous because you put yourself under so much pressure in those few days before you do something like go on holiday that actually you 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 blow everything out of complete proportion in the same way you do with everything in, in your house. So I like to, you know, if possible, get as many things switched off and do a load of stuff and get everything done, you know, in, t- in terms of can we make sure we use no electric while we're away? So let's make sure everything's switched off and all these kind of things. Why? Absolutely why? Because if, you, if that was the case, you'd do it every single day of your life to really try and, 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 and be better and use electric and be better for the planet and, you know, be, as far as the house are concerned, don't spend any more money than you need to, but you don't. So why do you worry about doing it just before you're going to go on holiday? Wednesday. We've spent the week in the middle of um, getting a new uh, CRM um, in place for the MIA, the little trade association that I work for. And I just want to say that I love clever things when they work. So this thing is really clever and I'd not appreciated how clever it is until we've got as far as we've got but we switched a load of features on um, this week and they just worked they just they just worked they just different platforms that we're using we're just talking to each other and we were firing data off and do you know what the thing I really liked is the thing that it's supposed to do the thing it made sense in my head that it was going to do when we switched it on it did it did everything it was supposed to do when we switched things on. And the data it was firing and, and what it was collecting and all the things it was touching, it it did what I, I, in my brain, I kind of, because that's the problem. What happens is somebody says to you, oh, well, this this piece of software, this, this platform, this application is going to do this. And then he does it. And then they come back and go, well, yeah, but it's not going to do it in that way. It's not going to do it in the way 
you you logically thought it was going to going to uh, work because you have a workflow and you have an idea of how things work what it's doing people are going to know it's doing it in this way which is the way that we built it to do it whereas actually sheep which is the the platform we've gone to when we switched it on just did it in a way that i thought it was going to so i i, I like clever i like clever shit let, let, I'll just put it out in that way. I just like it when that happens. I think it's I think it's beautiful, and I that whole thing of that I go through my life saying, "Well, why can't th- these two things just talk?" Well, this thing spoke to a couple of things this week and just did it seamlessly. It was great. Thursday. I'm going to leave you with two things, and one of them is is kind of folding into the, a little bit into the other. So, as part of being a governor, I have to do regular uh, training, regular safeguarding training, and and the th- of, uh, there's a whole raft of things. In fact, um, we ended up we we ended up going to bed early um, one night this week, um, and and Alison sat watching Race Across the World or whatever it's called, where they drop two people. You have to get from A to B, and you've literally you've got you've got nothing to do it. Um, you know, you've got a backpack with a few bits in and no money and no phone and you just have to get from there to there and what have you. She was watching that. Uh, and I and I went and did courses on child sexual exploitation, county lines and the general uh, um, child um, safeguarding um, course that I had to do. Uh, and, and and turned around to her after about two minutes and said, can you put your AirPods on because, you know, you're disturbing uh, the, the the what I'm actually doing. So it was a, it was a beautiful moment. It was definitely a reason to go to bed early. Um, but one of the things I had to do outside of all the safeguarding things, I have to do a GDPR course. And one thing struck me while I was doing this GDPR course was just a very simple statement of you can't be asked for any more data than is reasonable for the, the task or the service you're asking somebody to provide. And... I've I've done this GDPR course at least twice already, um, and I've never I've never picked up on that statement to the way I picked on that statement this week, because it, I just suddenly thought, how many times do I give data on that is n- not relevant to the thing I'm being asked for? So whether it's a discount on a pair of running shoes, or whether it's some free Wi-Fi somewhere or something, the amount of stuff you're asked for to get that thing that you want is disproportionate to to the thing that you're you're wanting and this is before the fact that that data can only be held for a reasonable period of time and yet i've no idea how long my data has been held by the hundreds and hundreds of people who've asked for it to provide me with something that i've needed in that moment whether it be car parking or whether it be as i say wi-fi whether it be a loyalty app or what have you i am being i don't need to give you an address for a loyalty app, for a, for a coffee shop. I just don't, because it's not relevant. Because until I ask you to deliver something to my home, why do you need to know where I live? Why do you need to ha- know how old I am? And why do you need to know what gender I am? And it just got me thinking, that simple statement just got me thinking, not that you can push back against it, because you, you can't, but why is it not being more rigorously enforced and why there's a great opportunity here for a company to turn around and go, do you know what? We don't need a lot of your data. We're going to do what we say we're going to do. We're going to offer what we say we're going to offer. And we're not going to use it as a, as a direct marketing ploy. As long as you've got your email address, do you know what? That's it. And if you choose to unsubscribe, that's fine. But the rest of it, we just don't need. Friday. 
Okay, so it's not 10 minutes long, but we are near the end, and I think I'm going to get it in and still have enough time to have a shower and go and catch a plane. And my last thing, my last thing, because it happened this week, because we charged the car for the first time in public and used a service, and I just, and I got quite frustrated with it, um, as is my, as is, you know, my want. For no other reason than I've just discovered now how many different companies there are that offer the facility to charge your car while you're out and about. Uh, how many there are regionally, how many there are nationally, and it's exactly the same as car parking apps because every single one is different and every single one want their own app. Why can't we have an EV charging app in the same way? Why can't we have a car parking app? And it doesn't matter as long as you sign up for one that's fine as long as it's linked to your credit card that's fine and you just scan you just scan a QR code and it works and you give one company back to your previous point you just give one company your information that's all that's all you need to do why why are we doing that and the next thing is why do i need to give an address for a credit card transaction because if if within my phone i'm going to approve if I've got to go to, 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 to my bank app and approve the transaction because it's virtual, as I have to now on everything, and it's a real pain because I had to do it for something that was £3.70 the other day. If I've got to go and approve within my banking app the transaction, then why do I need to give the company involved my credit card? Uh, my, the, the company want my credit card details, my address. Because the very fact I'm corroborating it with the bank means that I'm okay with it. So why, why is the address double-checked necessary? Because again, a car parking company or a, 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 an EV company, a charging company, does not need to know where I live because the service I'm wanting to use is remote. I'm still banging on about GDPR, aren't I? Should we call it? We'll, we'll stop there because I'm running out of time. But please, if there is somebody, back to clever stuff, if there is somebody out there that can just get us to a single point for EV charging and a single point for car parking, that would be appreciated because I don't like having as many apps on my phone as I've got. Anyway, I'm off. I'm going to dash. Five minutes to write the notes. I'm done. Jumping in the shower. I'll talk to you from Spain. therapy for me then please subscribe and share as you see fit this has been an a short stories production